Hey everyone, welcome back to the Literacy-Based Speech Therapy Podcast. My name is Ashley. And my name is Kaylin. We are both licensed speech-language pathologists. If you have a love of picture books and want fresh ideas for using them in your sessions, then you're in the right place. Today on our favorites episode, we will be sharing our top spring books. So these spring books will be focusing more on the changes from the winter season to the spring season. If you would like to take a few notes about these books, you can print off the download we provide in the show notes. All of the books we are mentioning today are readily available from your library. We also provide Amazon links if there are some books you want to add to your personal library. So Ashley, why don't you get us started with the first book? Yes. So the first book is Goodbye Winter, Hello Spring by Kennard Pack. This is actually a descriptive sequence. You guys know that we often promote or encourage you guys to find ones with a complete episode. But if we are, like Kaylin said, focusing kind of on that winter to spring transition, there's a lot of great value in just, you know, a descriptive or an action sequence because we're looking at different concepts here. So Goodbye Winter, Hello Spring by Kennard Pack. This is a great transition as the days stretch longer Animals creep out from their winter dens and the green begins to grow again. Everyone knows spring's on its way. So we're going to join a boy and his dog in this book as they explore nature and take a stroll like through the countryside, greening all the signs of leaving winter and spring that is coming. So you're going to have a conversation in this book. So on one side, it's hello. And then the other side, it's hello. And they're kind of talking back and forth to each other. So it's a series of conversations with everything from like the melting brook to chirping bird. They say goodbye to winter and they welcome the lushness of spring. Lots of really great tier two vocabulary in this book and a great book if you want to study illustrations. So you're going to notice at the beginning of the book, it's darker, it's nighttime, winter is changing, it's more dull colors. And then you turn the page and you start to notice more of the signs of spring and the colors are bright and vivid and just beautiful. You know, all the greens, all the colors you see in springtime, lots of figurative language, personification, metaphors, similes, sensory language is heavy in this book. So thinking about your upper elementary students that need to work on figurative language This is a great book to pull out for that. Lots of adjectives, lots of prepositional phrases. You do get that repeated text of hello. So if you have some students that need to work on that, you can work on that phrase. You are going to get some inferencing because with spring emerging, you have to, you know, have some background knowledge and infer a lot of things. Again, it is a descriptive sequence. So if you have students who need to work on story plot, this is not the book you want to pull out. I would use it again, elementary, upper elementary, you get some speech sounds, the initial H and medial L for hello, lots of S blends. So sky, snow, sleeping, sweeps, swaying, slender, sticks, and storm, lots of S blends. The final ING, that's a really tricky sound for students to work on. Sleeping, ceiling, swaying, rising, striking. So not in the text, but you can address the initial W and the final ER for the words winter, and then the SPR blend, and then the ING, that final ING for spring. The next book we wanted to share is a Kate Mesner book. We love this author. Up in the Garden, Down in the Dirt. I think 
this was the first book of hers that I found of this series. So you're exploring kind of this like secret realm under the dirt that brings the world of nature to life. So you're going to follow a young girl and her grandmother on this journey. Now it does go through the entire year, but you know, it's about gardening. So we like that theme in spring. They're planning, they're planting, and they're harvesting their garden. So you're going to learn about what's happening in the dirt and everything that makes a garden happen. Lots of vocabulary, heavy, heavy, heavy vocabulary, lots of text features. The author shows us italics, ellipses, exclamation points, question marks, changes in font size and font features, and all caps. These are all to show emphasis and to basically point out specific words that the author wants you to understand and know that are important. Illustration study, you're going to see the changes that occur with the seasons and the colors that go along with that. You get kind of that perspective taking of, you know, vegetable roots and worms under the dirt. So it's really great for perspective in that illustration study as well. Some figurative language, personifications, you get metaphors, onomatopoeias, and similes. So great for your elementary, upper elementary students. There are some alliterations that you can work on. And then it's great for compare and contrast. So just as the title says, up in the garden, down in the dirt. So you can compare the things that happen up top of the garden and down below. You can compare and contrast that. Lots of adjectives, lots of present tense verbs. You get that repetitive text of up in the garden and the repetitive text of down in the dirt on every page spread. It is a descriptive sequence. So again, if you're working on story plot, this is not the book for you, but so much richness in this book. We highly recommend this be on your shelves. I probably am recommending that you just buy it because it's there's so much to offer. Again, elementary, upper elementary, we're recommending it for. If you have some speech sound, there's a couple of sounds, the initial G, medial AR for garden, and then the initial D for down and dirt. You get that a lot. And then that medial er sound for dirt. And then the initial TH for the word the or the. And I think with both of those books, Goodbye Winter, Hello Spring, and Up in the Garden, Down in the Dirt, they are so good for those elementary, upper elementary, but they're also simple, which is why it's like it's a simple book with rich vocabulary and rich figurative language opportunities, which our students need, but the simplicity just makes it less intimidating. I will say there are more words. It's going to take you a little bit longer on up in the garden, down in the dirt. It's a, there's a lot more text there. The concept is very simple, but there is more text. The hello, goodbye one is a lot less words. It's a very quick read. So our next book is Little Blue Truck Springtime by Alice Shirtle. This is also a descriptive sequence, but it's a great way to introduce the spring coming. So Little Blue Truck is out for a ride with his good friend Toad. And then the sun is shining. You'll see all the things of spring coming. Flowers are blooming. And then as they're driving, they get to see who is there along the way. So it's great for vocabulary, especially with the baby animal vocabulary. Sequencing is also a really good concept to address of the order of the animals that Little Blue Truck visits. There's opportunities for who and what questions in a more objective way. 
And then you can also address noun regular plurals. So if you read through the book, there's like more and more toads that start to appear. There's flowers that start to appear. And so you can use the illustrations to work on singular and plurals. You can do some predicting because it is a lift the flap book. So you can use some predicting. It has rhyming and alliteration. So we would definitely use this book for early childhood or the younger elementary students. And the speech sounds you could target are blue for little blue truck, the BL for blue, the initial TR and the final K for truck, and then the initial yeah, we don't have a lot of books and opportunities to work on that Y sound. So the initial yeah and medial H. So yoo-hoo. And then this is not in the text, like I said, but there are flowers throughout just appearing. So you can work on that initial FL blend and the medial W for flowers. The next book is one of our favorites. There, Once More by Karma Wilson. You need this book. We also have a book companion. So Bear is coming out of hibernation and is so hungry. And so he will eat literally anything in sight, but he still wants more. He's so hungry. It's a great, if you've read anything about hibernation, the coming out is just a great lead into spring. So the vocabulary is rich in this book, like we've mentioned before. Also the theme and message. So in this book, and all of the bear books, the friends are so caring and helpful for each other. And so that is definitely a strong theme throughout the book. There's problem solving because bear is, he's hungry and he still wants more. He keeps on eating, but he still wants more. The sequencing of the animals, the foods that he eats, the places he visits. Again, the social emotional concepts of how his friends are caring for him. They end up throwing him a surprise party at the end and you get to see them do that. And then you also get to see Bear being surprised. It has a lot of great grammar concepts, adjectives, prepositional phrases, homonyms, synonyms, third person singular verbs, lots of text features for emphasis and anticipation, rhyming, alliteration, repetitive text, but the Bear once more. And then it is a complete episode. And it's a very straightforward complete episode, which is great if you're working on story grammar. We do recommend this for early childhood and elementary. Lots of speech sounds, so S blends like scampers, snack, sweet, still, sniff, snuffles, R blends like ground, fresh, fruit, tromp, grow, fringe, tree, initial B and final air, so bear, initial M and final OR, so more, and then initial W once, and the initial H, he and hungry. The next book is Too Many Carrots. By Katie Hudson. We do have a book companion for this because we love it so much and you can get so much out of it. It is a complete episode. So if you have your students who need to work on problem and solution and resolution, this is a great book for that. We like it for early childhood and elementary, but this is definitely a book that you can scaffold to meet different goals if your students are working on different concepts. So Rabbit, he loves carrots maybe a little too much and maybe a little more than he should. In fact, his carrots are crowding him out of his cozy burrow. So he's going on a search for where else he can stay with his carrots. And each of his friends offer to help, but bad things happen with every situation. They're kind of asking for trouble and he gets in a lot of trouble with each of his friends. 
So this is definitely one, if you need to work on character analysis, Rabbit has a lot of lessons he needs to learn about friendship and, you know, not being too pushy and too aggressive with his friends. You can work on sequencing the order of the friends that he comes to to help him and that who offers to help Rabbit. You can work on that theme and message, which is connected to the character analysis. The theme and message is, you know, thinking of others above yourself, sharing, friendship, helping others, and you can work on predicting. So every time, you know, he comes to a friend, you start to kind of get the picture that something's going to happen and you can maybe predict what you think might go wrong. And then problem solving. So Rabbit has too many carrots and he's running out of room for all of them. Katie Hudson books are really great for text features. So she bolds the text and she makes it really large. We want our students to understand that text features can help us read the story with more emphasis and prosody. Illustration study is great. Lots of inferencing opportunities with her books. The social emotional. Again, this is tied to that character analysis. It's also tied to the theme and the message read the character's facial expressions. There are some linguistic verbs that help with this too. And then catching on to what the other characters are trying to say and, you know, understand that we need to listen to our friends and what they're trying to tell us. Some great vocabulary words in this book, some onomatopoeias as well in this story. You get some adjectives, you get regular past tense verbs lots of linguistic verbs. So this is just chock full of language goodness. And you do get a couple of sounds. So that initial K and medial R for carrots, the initial R and medial B for rabbit, the medial OR for tortoise is one of the characters, medial ER for bird, who's another character, and then the final S for house. Those are some of the frequent sounds you can get. The next book is Spring is Here. This is another one of those emerging from winter with hibernation included. It's called Spring is Here, a bear and mole story. This is a Will Hildebrand book. There's a couple of bear and mole stories out there. So mole can smell that spring is in the air, but bear is still asleep after his long winter nap. Excitedly, mole taps on the window and knocks on the door of bear's house. And he even tries like, you know, playing a trumpet. He's doing anything he can to wake up Bear. But Bear keeps snoozing all throughout this, no matter what he does. But Mole is very determined. So he goes out and milks and he gathers and he bakes a special springtime surprise for his friend. The perfect way to wake Bear up. Super cute. Lots of vocabulary. Lots of sequencing. All the way that Mole tries to wake up Bear the order that Mole does to prepare the breakfast for Bear. You get lots of onomatopoeias and little kids just love onomatopoeias. Predicting, so what is Mole making? You get some little character analysis with Mole, some background knowledge, but the difference of you know how bears and moles hibernate. Little theme and message opportunity here, some problem solving. So finding a way to wake Bear up, You know, is he gonna get him up? And then the illustration study, you can study all the different signs of spring that are going on in the background of the the pictures. There are some great linguistic verbs and some regular past tense verbs. And it is a complete episode. So it's a very great, clear, complete episode for our little learners because we recommend this book 
a lot based on the the simplicity in the pictures for early childhood and elementary ages. You do get some high-frequency speech sounds of the initial R and the medial PL for replied, the initial SN for snore and sniff, the initial SPR for spring, and then for bear, you get that initial B and that final air sound. And then for mole, you can work on initial M and final L. Okay, so another book, we are going to do a deep dive on this book later, but it's Fletcher in the Springtime Blossom by Julia Rawlson. And we do have a book companion for this book. So basically, this book follows Fletcher, who enjoys the sunny weather and the warmth of spring, but then he stumbles upon something floating down and he believes it to be snowflakes. So then he gets worried and concerned about his friends who are coming out of their winter dens or who have just returned from the south. And he wants to warn them that spring isn't here, that winter is still here and it has returned. So he goes off to warn them. It is great for character analysis of Fletcher. And he's such a sweet friend who is so concerned about the other animals, the sequencing of the animals that he warns. There's great, again, social emotional of just being worried and concerned. There's some great linguistic verbs that go along with that. There are some great inferencing and vocabulary words, some predicting. And then with grammar concepts, there's adjectives, prepositional phrases, some complex sentence structures. There's also alliteration. And then this is a complete episode. We do recommend this book for early childhood, elementary, and even upper elementary, just because of all the concepts you can work on. So for the speech sounds, you'll get the S blend of for snow squirrel and spring. Those are probably the most prevalent. The initial BL blend for blossoms, the initial FL and medial CH and the final ER for Fletcher, the initial B in the medial ER for bird, the initial P in the medial OR for porcupine, and the initial F. So food found first feast and falls. So our last book today is Harlem Grown by Tony Hillary. And again, this is a book companion. And this is actually the writer is who the story is about. So it's a true story in Harlem where Tony was a teacher and he noticed that there was a lot that was just full of junk and decided to get the community together to clear it out and to plant an urban garden. And it's such a great book that you could even use for Earth Day, just talking about taking care of the earth and sharing with your community and your neighbors. It's awesome. The vocabulary is really good. There's some problem solving. So this story focuses on a little girl named Nevea. And so the problem solving of the haunted garden and what should we do to help revive it. The sequencing, the steps that they take to try to revive the garden, they have to first take out all the junk and then they have to till the soil and all the things. And then they, the plants end up wilting and so they have to problem solve what to do to help the garden actually grow. The character analysis, so there is at the end of the book, Tony writes a little bit more about his story. So you could do some biography work with this book. It is great for adjectives, and it is a complete episode. We would definitely recommend you could scaffold it for an early childhood age, elementary, and then even the upper elementary. And some speech sounds that you could work on are the initial G, the medial AR for garden, 
and then also the medial AR for Harlem, the initial blend of PL blend for plant and place, the initial W for weeded, watered, wilt, and then the initial N and medial V for Nevea, and the initial GR blend for grow. So again, some of those words might not be high frequency throughout the book, but they are definitely easily talked about when discussing the book. So just integrate those speech sounds into your discussion. I love that book. So don't forget, we do have a download available for this episode. If any of those books you wanted to kind of take notes on all the different language concepts that we went through. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We know you're a busy SLP, so thanks for spending some of your time with us today. Click the description for this episode on your listening app or go to sweetsouthernspeech.com to access the show notes. We will include any links mentioned. And to continue the conversation, come hang out with us on Instagram at Literacy Based Speech Therapy, where we share lots of books to use in your therapy sessions. We would love to hear your thoughts on what you heard today. Please leave us a review on your listening app. We'll catch you in the next episode.